Delaney. And it's Katie. And this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. I get a E. Put it on it. <laughs> I feel like that's what you hear right before you descend to hell. Like, for all your your face took it, me it, down. It just keeps getting louder. It's, ah, it's Katie's laugh. You suck. <laughs> you y'all heard it here first. Delaney's like, Delaney, you so nice. I'm Who not, said I was nice? I mean, people don't really say you nice, but people don't think you mean. But now look, I'm not mean. You nice. Meanwhile, you mean to everybody's eardrums when you <laughs> in the My voice carries. Turn your headphones down. <laughs> <laughs> On mute. Still bleeding over. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now what's he gonna say? <laughs> Meanwhile, now my pastor in my DM talking about we gotta pray for you. <laughs> okay, you're on the sick and shut in list. Right. I tell you I went to that church and Donald Trump was on the sick and shut in list. So I was I like, re- well <laughs> Well, he should have his own list. Right. But that's not this type of podcast. It can be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you got news because I don't know where this is going. um so i'm gonna change the order a little bit um so the first piece of news i have is okay episode 14 now we out here okay okay i'm just switching one and two (laughs) oh (laughs) okay time for the intermission (laughs) oh okay i'm gonna be serious probably not but for now good four seconds i'm literally a child Um, so the Vienna Philharmonic just launched this new international student training academy. Um, and it's a two year program, uh, and it's free. What? Yep. So it's you, free. People gonna be coming out the woodworks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just played that in my lesson today. <laughs> out of nowhere, people gonna be <laughs> Okay, album where we just sing excerpts. I'm telling you, people, all of a sudden, you ain't seen sis since you left her at Curtis, and this sis from down the block, you ain't even know she played trumpet, come out of nowhere. That's a universal excerpt. We all have, we all share that pain. I mean, Mozart, I just don't, it's the opening. I don't understand the vision. I just, I don't understand tears. what you were going for. Evil. You get to number 35 and you're like, you know what? This whole symphony thing ain't really for me, but they still like what? (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. What are we talking about? (laughs) So the Academy is going to provide free of charge chamber music and private uh, instrumental (laughs) lessons and orchestra performance opportunities within the Vienna Philharmonic and Austrian culture and history classes. Um, And they said they're going to be seeking both. Sorry. Well, well, well. It's the group chat. I don't care. It's the group chat with you and Richard. And that's fine. (laughs) I just want the record to show that Delaney Harris got a hit up 
in front of the whole world because she'll be like, my phone, uh, uh, what's it called? A uh, paperweight. It literally is. Blase, blase, first of all, first of, look here. First of all, God is no, first of all, because whenever I said you get a hit up, you said it doesn't count because you hit them up first. I asked Richard the question and he responded. Well, no, no, because, no, okay, no, no, because no, you, because <laughs> you disagree with me when I say it. So keep that energy. No, I, I was like, I was like, mm, yeah, okay. So keep that same energy. Nah, sis. Keep that same energy. Well, we First of all, I asked, I asked him a question and, and I asked it in the fine. group chat. So he technically, that's half a hit up for you. Listen, I didn't get no hit up because I put my phone on Do Not Disturb like a good look girl. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb too. I, it was my laptop that slipped oh, my mind. I was getting hit up on multiple occasions the, in multiple places. I, my iMessage is signed in on my laptop. It's the same hit up. The excuses are tools of the weak and incompetent. Girl, Use anyway. Use nothingness and build it to nowhere. Those Let me email VNF for harmonica. Katie uh applies <laughs> for this. Oh, you got a year. It's twelve uh twelve spots and um ages twelve to twenty six. Meanwhile, we all twelve get- to twenty six. You got twelve year olds playing Ein Heidelaben? I you know, I don't even doubt it. <laughs> right. You know these days. These days. Um and there's going to be at least one student per per class from the United States, hopefully. Hmm. So, you know. Hopefully a classically black listener. Yeah, that'd be so cool. <laughs> right. Yeah, for tag us in your stuff. Yeah, so I'm gonna link the um the violin channel article and they have like the information about how you could apply and see if you're gonna be out in Vienna, you know. Frolicking. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um and then next up on oh, I have sad news. Um, Robert Green, he was a flutist and co-founder of the Chatham Village Symphony Orchestra. He was unfortunately struck and killed while picking up his keys. Um, Yeah, the driver was uh, cited with failure to reduce speed, failure to use caution with a pedestrian, and not having a valid driver's license. Um, And homicide? Right, I was about to say, I don't see vehicular manslaughter. Right. (laughs) Well, maybe that's coming later. Yeah. It ought, because you literally slaughtered a man with your vehicle. What vehicular (laughs) manslaughter (laughs) is for, like... So, hopefully, we'll be seeing him behind bars soon, and um, pray for his family. You know, I think he he has a wife and, and I think, maybe three kids. Wow. Um, Yeah, so, pray for his family. And next up, I have um, apparently Nas, the rapper Nas, is performing with DSO. Okay. Right in March. Okay, Adam. Now we another <gasps> chance to talk about Adam. Let's go. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Adam rapping too. Right. Okay, now he beatboxing, beatboxing on the. Floor. <laughs> <laughs> we spent entirely too much shot <laughs> this episode literally hasn't been on track for 30 consecutive seconds <laughs> since we started <laughs> so we say bye adam this time oh. <laughs> i'm just playing <laughs> right um well i guess a more fitting title will be rapper nas was going to perform with adam and friends <laughs> <laughs> i think that's Maybe not friends because we want to make sure that because friends is like you're equal to them we want to make sure that we're right adam and crew Adam and Company. Company. Yeah, there, there we, go. we go. There we go. Adam, Adam and, and Company. company. I feel Formerly like known as a DSO. Yeah, but, you know, not for long. Because Adam and Company, we're still in the process of getting, you know. The, Just Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you he's like, I'm, the, the episode that he was black excellence, he's probably like, this is the last episode I'll ever listen to. <laughs> 
He's like, I did not ask for this. Well, that's fine. Um, life is full of things you didn't ask for. Right. Your musicality, your intonation, your rhythm, your impeccable style. That that's that what I asked mean. for this. I mean, you should have played wrong notes like the rest <laughs> of us. Right. <laughs> well. <laughs> um. But anyway, Nas is going to be performing with the DSO, the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, um, as a culmination of the Detro- of the Detroit Pistons Black History Month festivities. Um, it's on March fifth. I guess that's why it's a culmination because Black History Month is February. But I don't know. Maybe yeah, they got this such stuff a short going on. month that you know sometimes yeah. it spills over. Right. You know. But you know, I digress. So. <laughs> All the proceeds will benefit programs that stem from uh, the Detroit Pistons partnership with the DSO and Sphinx organization. So that's going to help a lot of Black musicians, a lot of Latino musicians as well. Um, and we moving on to intermission. What you got? Okay. So, um, just looking ahead today, we're talking about auditions. So, but for intermission, I want to know Delaney, what is your idea? You're so annoying. <laughs> you can only see what's going on. Um, <clears throat> I want to know what your ideal rest day is. Cause like the normal musicians have a rest day. So like, like me, because you know, some people like, Every day, man. Every day, I'm like, I I only practice six days a week. Period. Okay, Mr. Taylor, <laughs> hit in my DMs. It should be eight days a week. All right. <laughs> um, but I only practice. Uh, I only practice six days a week, and I have a rest day, the seventh, which is usually my lesson day. So it's literally not even a rest day. But I'm talking about you just played an audition, you worked so super hard for whatever you did. Like parallel universe. <laughs> and it's over. Give me a rundown of your ideal rest day. No practicing, no bass. Tell the people what you're doing. All right, boom. So, <laughs> come on, boom. <laughs> yes. All right, boom. What you say? Right. So the bass is locked away. <laughs> out of out of sight, out of mind. He gone. Right. Music somehow went right. missing. So I put my bass in my practice room. I throw away the key. No. <laughs> throw away the key. You might find it. You gotta. I incinerate the key. Right. You gotta melt it all the way down. Make it into a keychain. Exactly. Oh. It's a skeleton of its former self. <laughs> Play all day. All day. Um. Basically, my <laughs> ideal rest day is I'm deep in my sheets. <laughs> my bed my phone on do not disturb my computer on do not disturb i'm in solitude talking to no one meanwhile you text me play by plays or whatever (laughs) netflix show you watch well we get it i'm following (laughs) um i got hot hot fries within reaching my bed so i don't gotta get up and get them which i i responsibly placed on my bedside table the night before anticipating all oh, right right responsibly <laughs> place okay no but i don't want people thinking i'm rolling out of bed and eating hot fries first because i'm not now you got morning breath mixed with hot fry dust <laughs> okay can we pull over do you brush your teeth before you eat breakfast yes yeah my, my mom was like well you gotta brush them any event a lot of people are a lot of people are like no you brush your teeth after breakfast because you don't want i'm like i'm not eating with my mouth from yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I get the I get why people would say that. Yeah, I, I but understand. it's it's my first instinct to brush my teeth when I wake up. Yeah, I'm like y'all weird. Especially because especially now I eat 
well I don't eat breakfast but if I do eat breakfast I eat it before class so I'm already dressed and I'm downstairs mm. so like and because I, I live in a dorm building so mm-hmm. like at that point like what I'm supposed to do get dressed go downstairs eat talk to all kind of people now I'm talking to the register with my morning breath and my mm-hmm. everything all up in her nostrils <laughs> right. and then eat my stuff then go back upstairs and brush my teeth like it just don't make sense for me to do that yeah but I and especially when I was like going to school um like before college i would always eat breakfast in the car on my way to school oh okay so now we looping back around so shut <laughs> up i'll bring my my toothbrush now i'm brushing my seat at school okay i regret pulling over <laughs> please continue well basically i'm deep in my sheets um and i'm eating and i'm watching netflix basically and usually i will plan like oh to go to like a place that i've been wanting to eat but i just haven't had time to go mm-hmm. usually popeyes or chili's chili's <laughs> Yeah, I like chilies. I can't eat anything at chilies. Like not because they don't they don't separate the oil. They got these chicken strips with this sauce on there. It's so good. Yeah, I know what you're talking Honey about. Honey chipotle. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's dummy good. I can eat some of those. But restaurants that I can't even eat the fries at, I'm just like y'all not <laughs> concerned about this? Ain't nobody. Now you got chicken flavored fries. Girl, this is America. Well, <laughs> they are not concerned. <laughs> Somebody will eat them. <laughs> <laughs> okay so my okay so i have two ideal rest days at first i gave delaney i was like delaney i know exactly what your ref, your your rest day would look like but depending on how mentally exhausted i am my rest day might look a lot like delaney's because honestly like um it, it makes me i used to be incredibly lazy when i was younger like you could ask any one of my family members like incredibly lazy like period I don't even know how else to express my level of laziness. Mm-hmm. But now it's like if I lay in bed all day, it, it literally makes me feel terrible. Like yeah. I, can't, I just can't do it. But like, depending on that, like how exhausted I am mentally, I might could, you know, snuggle up all day in right. bed with Your boo. my what? Anyway. Yo, boo. You gonna lie to the people? You gonna lie? Okay. <laughs> snuggle up all day whatever but my but that's like depending on but my what no, i said a little bit louder since your, since your mama listening what my what with your boo no that's not what you said <laughs> that's what i said baby girl that's, that's not what you said that's basically what i said okay back on task. i'm so sorry <laughs> okay but my ideal rest day go like a little something like this okay boom okay here we go <laughs> <laughs> so i'm waking i'm sleeping in which for me is like nine o'clock <laughs> then Yuck. i'm scrolling through instagram stress-free because who's sweating me i already took my audition yesterday then i'm going to brunch i love brunching because brunching is a lifestyle the whole aesthetic of brunching you doing your hair oh my goodness you beating your face brunch i ain't take, I, i'm not talking about going out to breakfast hoodie might do a little wrap leggings and, and some well you know some sneakers I'm oh talk- yo Okay. Your hair wrapped with the hoops with the gloss on? The hoops to compensate for the fact that I look like an like auntie. I'm not talking about break after breakfast. I'm talking about brunch is brunch culture is a lifestyle. Hair, beat face, cute outfit. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go out to brunch, get me some vegan waffles, maybe a little ooh, maybe a little something else. Okay, so then after that, I come back, I nap because I stand a nap. And then after I nap or whatever, it's time to start thinking about where I'm going to dinner. So I'm See, like, Katie loves to be at the house. Do not let her fool you. She already been out. Had to be out <laughs> twice. But I had remember on her rest day. Okay, but mind you, I had to go back inside and recuperate. Oh, 
take my little nap. Now we talk about who I'm texting. Who are we? What's the move? Where are we going to dinner? Okay, change the makeup look because now we're not brunching. Oh, we dinnering. Okay, and then <laughs> and then we going out to eat somewhere nice. You know what I'm saying? That has vegan options because I'm not trying to eat the salad. So that's an oxymoron. Anyway. <laughs> whatever no because me and caitlin just went to a place well that was a bar so that's a little different but whatever do that and then it's time to hit the town you know what i'm saying like, the town <laughs> yeah that's what you did for brunch <laughs> <laughs> because it's a rest day but here's the thing i know i know it doesn't seem like a rest day because i'm doing things like we're going out you know i love a, a lounge i love going to lounges you just sit there you might get a little something to drink and you just look cute I love going to lounges. I, I don't do clubs. I refuse. My friends know I don't do clubs, but a lounge. You looking cute and you got a little something short on. Listen, so it's. <laughs> meanwhile, you talking about your house, I ain't saying nothing to you. Why would you? <laughs> so it's, it's, yes, it's a rest day, but I can enjoy myself without Viola being on my mind. So I'm going to. I enjoy myself more. <laughs> so it's like I could do all of these things, you know what I'm saying? Have a full day out, stress free. I'm not thinking about Viola because I literally, there's no reason for me to stress. I just played, hopefully, an amazing audition. I feel good about it. And now it's time to turn up. I have no stress. That's an amazing feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, okay, so <clears throat> I do have one question for you. Mm-hmm. So. We talked about our ideal, like whatever, our rest days. So for me at this point in my career, I don't take a lot of auditions because I signed up for orchestral auditions. I'd be like, you know what? You might have done one could be a little bit faster. I'll check it out. I just chicken out of my audition last week. Um, how often we talk about like mental health, how often in a thick of things, like I'm talking about like audition season is like January to like, let's say January to April. Yeah. How how often do you give yourself a day like that? Way too often. I don't believe that. Nope, you don't have to. <laughs> a day just sit around in your bed? Every day. That's all I do. That's not true. That's okay. Well, it's, it's unless not. I have to go to work. I'm talking about like an extensive thing. Like you're not thinking about base at all. The weekends. The weekends? Every weekend? <laughs> not like at all. That's I, what I'm saying. Now I have lessons on the weekends. But there was a period of time where my weekends were terrible. I was just so, I was literally like just did nothing on weekends. But sometimes, you know, I, I'm a firm believer. I used to be really hard on myself about taking rest days because it's like. Um, you know, while you resting somebody else. Exactly. Somebody, I used to be really hard. Also, it's like, yeah, the idea that someone else is always working hard. But I, when I was auditioning, and we'll get into that. When I was auditioning for Eastman. I ran myself ragged because I'm like, I am getting into the school. I don't know what GT thinks. I don't care what Jamo thinks. I don't okay. care what D. Ross. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, my um, goodness. Katie getting into the school. So I was determined. So I ran myself ragged with no breaks for like months and months and months and months and months. And then what's the repercussions of that? I burned myself out. Like the summer before I came here, I talked about, I can kind of one hand. That's not true. I gave a recital that summer. But after that recital, I think I had the recital in like, um, june after that recital are you done after that recital i didn't touch my viola until i got here you know so now mr taylor looking at me like i'm dumb because <laughs> he asked for Walton. and i'm like who i have it <laughs> so um i say for me i think at the end of any anytime something's big happens so typically at the end of a semester i might give myself one to two days where i don't even touch the instrument i might do something else i might 
listen back. I might listen to recordings. I might listen to something, the next thing that I'm going to learn. But I typically give myself one to two days where I just don't even touch the thing. Just because I've been to the, I've been at the point where I burn myself out and I don't have a rest day. You know, I just took an audition. I just took an audition last week. And I mean, even though I was stranded, that helped. But I, um, I gave myself a day where I'm like, I'm just not even going to open my my viola. Mental health queen. Okay. Finessing guru. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, let us know what you like to do on your rest days. We'd love to hear it. You know, maybe we can, (laughs) maybe we can get some uh, tips. Let me know if you love brunch and something. Maybe we could brunch together. If I see we do a classically black meetup. (gasps) Classically black brunch. (gasps) Just be prepared to come 35 minutes later than yeah if it says that she's gonna be there yeah if i'm running on time then probably 35 minutes late <laughs> we're moving on all right so this week we talking about auditions woo, 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 woo. is that really how you feel about about, about auditions? the auditions talk- i mean about auditions in general what are we talking about <laughs> Okay, so the first first thing we talking about is our personal audition experience for the for the schools that we ended up going to. And I say schools pure, uh plural because you know Katie out here getting multiple degrees. So meanwhile, Katie, okay. I don't have the energy. Katie, tell us about you was just two seconds ago. Okay, but me and what you doing are two different energies. All right, so um, can you tell us about your personal experiences um, auditioning at ISU and at Eastman? Okay, let me try to remember. Okay, so when I auditioned to Illinois State University in Normal, Illinois, go Redbirds. <laughs> <laughs> when I auditioned at ISU, I think that was my second. Was it my second audition? I can't remember. It was, I'm trying to, because the reason why I'm trying to remember, it might not seem important, but my first audition is usually terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, okay, so um, I knew I wanted to go to ISU mainly because my orchestra teacher told me I wanted to go there. <laughs> <laughs> what i remember i remember i was like i got into this school this school this school and this school and like you know i'm thinking about going to marquette for nursing blah blah, blah. he was like you'll go to isu and i was like, all right <laughs> um so i got there and um it's it's amazing how much i've changed because i wasn't i didn't consider myself a musician back then i didn't consider myself a violist i was just like whatever i had no concept of what i was getting myself into because i was auditioning for music ed so i didn't i'm not who i am today thank god because you i hope not because i was in 2011 so i went to my i hope so (laughs) i went to my audition with um two of my friends my mom drove um and two of my friends and it was just after a, a snow apocalypse and my aunt was like are you sure you want to go because the road them no clear on blase and i'm just like it's an audition i must be there <laughs> um and the reason why they came with me is because um they were also applying to isu not for music but uh whatever so my mom was like well they can just come with us and then we can just walk around after so i didn't this whole thing about like it's an audition i need to be in this mindset and this i didn't have that i got to isu whatever i, I just went in and played and it's so funny i played the exposition of stamets so they're they i remember that the, the committee was looking at me like uh-huh you're not gonna play it and i was like that's all i got the exposition my teacher told me i can play the exposition of stamets and just crazy and bread what <laughs> and then because all they want is two contrasting pieces 
and then that that could have changed by now. And then um, I played, I played the second movement. Uh, Father God, <laughs> I played the second movement of the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto, arranged for viola, because my teacher was a violinist. Isn't that crazy? The slow movement, isn't that insane? <laughs> what? Yes. So um, I played whatever I had to play. They were like, great. I already knew the t- I already knew Kate because um, I took a lesson with her earlier. She came to my school because she went to ETHS. Mm-hmm. She went to my high school. So I took a lesson with her at my high school. I already knew her. I was like, great. Um, and that was literally it. It was. Uh, and then I walked. I did, um, a girl from my high school was like a sophomore at ISU. So she like showed us around campus. We got lunch and we left. It was like uneventful. It was like nothing like what my Eastman audition uh, was. But why don't let's switch off. Why don't you tell me about your Eastman audition day? Girl, anyway, um, <laughs> Eastman was my second to last audition. Um, Oof. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you'd be tired by then. I guess, but my, my auditions weren't really back to back. And Eastman was the only out of state school that I applied to that I traveled to. Every other audition, every other school that I applied to that was out of state, I took a regional audition. Mm. And um, that's because, mm, well, anyway. Um, I, I but I went to Eastman because that's where I wanted to go. Wait, hold on. Eastman doesn't do a regional audition. They do. I just didn't take one because it's they're not like they can't really say that if you do a regional audition, like they're gonna hold it against you because but, there are reasons why. But it's better to take a live yeah. audition. So since it was my top school, uh, I was like, well, I'm gonna travel here, right, right, and compromise on the other places. <clears throat> I could have traveled to the other places, but I was like, mm, I don't really feel like you missing a lot of school and you just mm. doing like too much. So I just went to uh. I just came to Eastman and um I was it's before my Eastman audition I stayed with my dad and before I think it was like that day before he was like oh so you like (laughs) (laughs) she already know what I'm gonna say this is the day before my audition at the Eastman School of Music (laughs) and my dad was like so you like know how to read music and stuff (laughs) I was like wow and I know I feel like it's a little elitist to be like that but I feel like because we're so deep in also it, I'm your daughter so, <laughs> let's start there I remember I went on a date with a dude and he was like so you like read music I was like check please please I want to be anywhere but here hell Pluto anywhere but here you take general music alright sorry this is your story please continue but anyway so i came to my eastman audition um i actually came by myself because and y'all can hear but all right because i'm so i'm so i'm so proud of you I'm so, I'm so, I'm okay so, I'm so. we literally cannot talk for okay i'm like 15 okay. consecutive seconds without <laughs> going off on something um but i came by my mom didn't come with me because we was at odds at the time which y'all could go back to episode six you want to major in what to hear about that um but yeah we was at odds so i went to my eastman audition by myself and luckily my friend like like one of my best friends um now we went to high school together was auditioning on the same day so she was here with her parents so i wasn't like completely alone like didn't know nobody here Mm -hmm. but um in eastman eastman makes a day of it for audition days like you have to be here all day unless you have like you can leave early but you don't know that until you get your schedule Mm -hmm. um but they're like please block off the whole day Mm -hmm. for us yeah 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 even Um, for us i was like i'm a grad student (laughs) (laughs) but i mean um i was was also the last person on the last day here too wow (laughs) 
and there were so many bass players on that day. I was like, so do I have half the whole school bass players in? It was, okay. It had to be, have been like at least 15. Wow. Like, and this year he was telling me how many are applying. He was like, yeah, so he's going to be out of town for some of the audition days. So he was like, yeah, so I have three days. The first and the last day is like seven or eight people. The second day is 20. And I was like, <laughs> and we have like two spots. <laughs> wow but, good luck um, <laughs> oof. um but yes i i came here i was i was really just chilling the whole time i wasn't really taking what well, not that i wasn't taking anything seriously because i don't really get nervous for auditions i envy you <laughs> i don't remember the last time i got nervous for audition although i did expect to be nervous at eastman because the mm-hmm. other schools i was like well i don't really care about going here i want to go to eastman so i'm probably gonna be shaking in my boots at my eastman audition i wasn't i wasn't nervous but um that's that plugs like something else i'm gonna say later in the episode but um yeah i wasn't really nervous and the only person in my audition was my teacher um who i had never met before my audition but (laughs) um and i also came to my audition i didn't bring a stool because i was coming from los angeles and i i don't i didn't really know how to travel that was my first time flying with my base too Mm -hmm. um and so i got into his studio and i was about to ask him can i use his stool because i usually sit and as soon as I opened my mouth, he sat on it. <laughs> so I was like, never mind. Guess I'm standing. <laughs> and like, I didn't, I, I used to like alternate sitting and standing in high school. So like, it wasn't completely foreign to me mm-hmm. to stand while playing. But all my, like, I practiced sitting down. Mm-hmm. So like, I was kind of like, oh, let's see how this going to go. Right. But my audition, I remember my audition at Eastman and it was not bad. It wasn't exceptional. But mm-hmm. I remember like, I didn't make any like mistakes you know like it was a okay audition so what about you okay so um my eastman audition eastman was my top choice um i already alluded to that like um and the reason why eastman was my top choice is that like i definitely struggle as a realist i mean um i probably still struggle but at least i have a little bit more like technique and stuff now to like whatever but like definitely then eastman was certainly a reach for me too i did not think i was about to get in here (laughs) certainly a reach so like it was a huge day for me um but the thing i love about eastman i will never forget like jamo was talking to us in because he makes that thing a convocation Mm -hmm. and he was like he knows everyone's nervous and he was like um when you walk past the doors at eastman (laughs) don't forget that we we have magical doors here so the sounds coming out of them like don't be afraid those are just the doors and like it's like a little corny and a little like whatever i'm grown but it's like it's like eastman's like people you'll hear it people will say like eastman's just different mm-hmm. it's just different here and i'm like that was like the cutest sweetest thing i ever heard like i was um i was like man all right then <laughs> and i'll never i, I remember my audition, my audition day like moment for moment and my, my audition was at 11 and i was the first one to go um that day and i was ready to play that's um that's the best i that's not the best i've played but like it was a solid a solid audition because i was ready to go i like i want to go here i remember i'll talk about it later on but i i was in the mindset like you will play for your life period that that's what you're gonna do you are you are not going to ruin this like you will not you're mm-hmm. not gonna ruin this moment like you will play because the thing is <clears throat> i already knew mr taylor um I went to his viola workshop and then I flew back a couple of times to take lessons with him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't secure your spot at a school. It doesn't. You have to, you still have to play well. <laughs> so I was like, Mr. Taylor knows me. And the thing that 
kind of threw me off is he didn't say anything to me in the audition because he can't yeah. it's like a conflict of interest i put you as my first choice on my my application and they know that i've been here so mm-hmm. he he will not ask for he won't ask for rep because he knows what's strong he's not gonna whatever so i have to convince two other people one of which scares me carol rodland she's so nice but she's so scary <laughs> um i played for my life that day like flat out and i i only i remember <laughs> you're so annoying if y'all like this is ridiculous you know what i'm just gonna start taking pictures because i'm because it's just like it's just way too much it's like and i'm gonna post this on the cloud <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get there quick oh, thank god but nah, i'm gonna have this on deck because people need to know because be like why can't he always stop me why say she ridiculous no because you need to know i don't be doing anything you don't here. you gonna lie before god i might be doing one or two things <laughs> <laughs> so uh I remember in like I know like audition isn't successful based on mistakes, but I literally I made one mistake and it was Mr. Taylor's fault. <laughs> That's the same thing in mind. I forgot to say that. What he, was he? He was sitting dummy close to me and then I was playing something fast so he started moving. I was like, <gasps> but like I didn't like you know I still kept playing. But I, yeah. like I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> I was playing Stamets in the cadenza. I made it all the way through. Not all the way through. They stop you before the they stop you whatever. And um, I get to the cadenza and my interpretation of it like i i think i i i didn't think it was my interpretation i stopped too long enough for my he nodded for me to go on messed me up i forgot what happened next i mean mm. for just a brief second like it, it was his fault <laughs> but yeah it was it was great and then like he came out after and he was like great job and but he's not he's not like you're in he didn't say <laughs> that but he was just like oh i forgot to say all guys about my story so you john you know my memory whatever when he was like, oh, whatever, like, give me a hug. And I was like, nah, this is it. Like, this is my school. <laughs> and I saw Nick, uh, the violist here. He was, he oh, was yeah. after me because, and we, I knew Nick from the viola workshop. Oh, okay. So it was like, we were the one of the two people that was like, actually audition, actually going to go through the audition. So like, and then after that, I was like, easy breezy cover girl. I, I did, I'm performance and ed. So I had to do some like ed stuff in the afternoon. You were literally there all day. Like, I think mm-hmm. I left Eastman. I got to Eastman and at the convocation at like nine. nine yeah. I left Eastman at five because yeah. I had a whole bunch of other it's stuff to do. Full time job, literally nine <laughs> to five. But like my audition, I'm I still think fondly of that audition because it yeah. was probably the last time in an audition where I was on, like completely on. I was like, I'm, "What does that matter now, Delaney? You over here? What is it like? <laughs> like you like, think he was gonna get in? What did you think he was gonna get in? Like after your audition? I don't know. I, I was still on the fence because I'm like, it's Eastman. Mm-hmm. I know how I play. Yeah. And I had to convince two other people that I didn't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I'm, not, I'm never one to be like, oh, yeah, man, that was it. Uh-huh. But I, I just can't because I'm, I'm really weird about, like, jinx and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, even even after his reaction, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but I'm still not going to come. I'm still gonna come. I'm like, you start. I'm going to be at Ohio State next week, so. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I'm still, I still wasn't going to be, like, whatever. But I was like, it felt so good because it's like literally from the moment my teacher um christiana reader i love her with all my heart from the moment christiana um mentioned eastman to me like february 24th 2015 up until that moment like february 5th 2016 i will never forget the date so i was on 26 like i could never forget that <laughs> date. so from from that moment a year later that whole year i was like eastman eastman i'm going to eastman i'm going to eastman my grandma's like 
Eastman, right? That's where they go. Like everyone knows where KB. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like I told everybody. I ain't standing top right. of the rooftop. I wonder if my grandma. Well, I I literally bought her a blanket that says Eastman on it. So I hope she knows. <laughs> it's not like I told everybody because I'm also weird about that. Because even like Miss mm-hmm. Taylor asked us to do an activity in studio class and like share what you want to do or whatever. And I'm just like, I could tell y'all I want to be a musician, but I'm not gonna tell y'all what I want to do. I'm very weird about sharing with people with people what I'm up to because people pray against stuff and all that stuff. But everyone knew in my media circle that i wanted to go to eastman so it's like i'm not messing this up baby girl you're playing you're gonna play well and i didn't that's one thing that i forgot about to say about my thing um i had indications that i was gonna get in but i would not like i would not say that that out loud yeah (laughs) i would never say that out loud because now you over here looking like now let me go get my eastman sweatshirt i didn't even buy eastman i didn't even own eastman gear i did before because I own stuff from other schools, too, though. So it wasn't, like, just Eastman. I think I bought it the day of my audition because I, I missed a chance to buy it when I was here in August. Mm-hmm. But that even that time, that preparation up until I didn't, I didn't own no Eastman stuff. Because I'm like, I'm just, I'm weird about that kind of stuff. But, but I own stuff from all kind of places. I literally, Eastman, I have schools for three. I have stickers for three different schools on my bouquets and not an Eastman sticker. <laughs> like, still here, and I'm in my third year. So, like... I had all kinds, of, all kind of stuff from other schools. I got an Oberlin water bottle. I got a bar I got shirt. A, I got, <laughs> I got a Cleveland sweatshirt. <laughs> I got all kinds of stuff, but like, because in my audition after I played, my teacher was like, "Yeah, I think this would be a good fit for you," and I was like, "What you mean?" Because right, <laughs> baby girl. What are we talking about? He's like, "Yeah, I think I think this is gonna be a good fit for." You. I'm like, "So, but what does that mean?" But and they, you know, they can't really say. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, because that sounds like I'm gonna get in, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. You're not gonna exactly. catch me slipping because Mr. Taylor. I, I'm not gonna say what it is right here. I'll tell you after we're done mm-hmm. recording. But Mr. Taylor, back when I played for him the the August before the audition, he already said some stuff to me that was like, you know, this could work, mm-hmm. but even then you don't know who's applying exactly you don't like it so you know what i'm saying so it's not like oh you will be a fool yeah if a teacher was like you know this is gonna be a good fit i was and, the last person on the last day but still um, like he, you still don't know what he you know he could just be saying whatever but then a week later he emailed me it was like <laughs> it was like oh yeah I, I you know it's a pleasure to have you audition and he was just telling me about like some stuff that he was doing and mm-hmm. then he was like and hopefully you'll be hearing the positive official news wow. lately. <laughs> like, I forwarded that to my to my teacher at the time. I was like, "What this? Oh my god!" But I didn't hear anything like because that was the beginning of March. Because I auditioned the last like, day in February. And you some dummy rule. They'd be like, "Do not email us. Do not call us. <laughs> you will know. And when you know, you know." Right. So when I got that, I was like, "But he literally said, I hope you'll be hearing the positive official yeah, so, news.' Like this, so, this is the unofficial news. Like, what okay, are you posi- saying to me? Okay, we positively regret to inform you." <laughs> That you're positive and official that this is your rejection letter <laughs> hope you have fun elsewhere <laughs> but so that's why i was like i think i'm getting in but i was not speaking on it the only person that knew that that email happened was like my mom and my teacher yeah because especially because so many people at my high school applied to eastman they, so many they, people from my high school go to eastman now they get in their closets with their voodoo dolls like, oh, right no i do people pray against stuff <laughs> right people they pray against right, stuff right, I they do, not do a seance right hold the hold the lady don't get no no <laughs> uh-uh yeah exactly <laughs> Okay, so, Katie, do you have a audition prep routine? Like, whether that could be, you know, months or weeks before your audition or on the day of your audition? All right, boom. So, months before, <laughs> <you go. laughs> 
Must before the audition, I'll be like, we ain't doing it. Then <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay, so probably must before the audition, depending on what kind of audition, like, like something like Eastman, that started a year before, mm-hmm. you know? And then yeah. and Eastman was like, I was so determined to get on. When I decided that I was going to go to Eastman, I still had my senior recital to do. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that was going to be my audition stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, I left ISU. I didn't graduate because I had to student teach in the fall. But I was like, I'm going to take on a teacher who can keep me on track for this audition because I'm getting into Eastman. So I took lessons while a student taught. It was hellacious. But I love Amy. Um, and Amy was like, good, you can give a recital on this stuff. So I gave another recital that December. Same type of whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was, I don't, at this point in my career, I probably wouldn't do something like so extensive. It'd be good. But, <laughs> um, but like months before, I'm not really thinking, I'm just, I just want to get the repertoire in my hands. I don't want, I want it to feel good in my hands. Like, um, I was panicking last week because I had a, a movement of Bach that doesn't feel good in my hands. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, that feeling like it feels, it makes my hand feel blocky. Yeah. Like, so that stuff like that, I try to figure it out, you know, like whatever, good practicing. But like, um, I like to speak positively. Sometimes I've gotten a Lenny will test. Cause don't start looking at me crazy. Like I'm not the best with like, I'll, I'll speak life and then I'll also be like, but sis, you sound like trash. So it's like, but now I'm starting to like visualize, like, especially something like a school, which is like more attainable to me. I might mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I see myself here or whatever. Like that kind of like mindset or whatever. Also, and I, this is something I will say later. If I, if it's a school or an, or I'm taking a lesson with someone in the orchestra, I'm taking a lesson with a teacher at the school. Like, I know you say you didn't meet JB before you got here, but like, to me, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I have to take, for me, I have to, I mean, someone, I was talking to the one kid and he was like, well, I'm a pretty agreeable. I get along with everybody. But like, I, I mean, I knew things about you. I've met his students before, but also I didn't want, well, I had been to Eastman before, but, um, I just didn't. And you know, it's a little different. Yeah. You have a base and stuff like that. Like, but yeah. I, I'm always taking, and excuse me, I'm always taking a lesson with the teacher before months before, because I want to know, like, um, is there anything in my plan that I should fix? Would you consider me for this program? Is it appropriate for me to apply for this program? I ask those kind of questions. Cause I need to know before I waste my application fee. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like now I would, cause most of the teachers, now that I think about it, one of them was like out of town, another one he asked me for like did i want a lesson mm-hmm. and then one of them we did a master class on the day of the audition day like mm-hmm. with all the applicants and stuff like that so like i feel like and then another one i had studied with him at some base intensive yeah, like yeah, a couple yeah. months prior right right so like most of them like i right. knew i think jb was probably the only one that i did right oh, dang. that's the first time i've said his name i've usually avoid saying his name for oh them. that's probably my fault i said it first oh okay <laughs> I mean, people could look it up uh, yeah i mean yeah but <laughs> and also i don't call him that to his face so meanwhile mr taylor's name is splashed all and jay moore <laughs> oh, I, I say, i'm probably gonna get called into his office because hey, i don't call jb to his face so i would never call jay moore to his face could you imagine oh <gasps> well, that's good jay moore all right boom so all right, right. <laughs> how you living jay <laughs> So, how about what you? were you saying? <laughs> oh, uh, you're talking about your routine. You have a, a like a day of routine. Okay, so day of, I'll tell you what I did the day of my Eastman audition because it's definitely changed. Day of, um, I'm a journaler, especially since, um, it led up like so much was leading up to the audition. I I want to know 
what's going through my mind. I want to know what I want to tell Freecha Katie if we don't get in. You know, I want to know, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. I want to know what tell Freecha Katie if we do get in. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I like looking back on that kind of stuff. And I'll probably look at it tonight just to see what I wrote. Also, I got a letter to myself that I'm supposed to open on graduation day. I, can, I, I have no idea what I. If y'all get us to 10,000 listens on this episode, then I'm going to sneak in Katie's room and release her journal. No. <laughs> 10,000 listens. Look at them sharing, sharing, sharing. Um, so I definitely did that. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I don't have any whatever one thing i will do i'm not one to like run through my rep a thousand times before i have to play i will forget Mm -hmm. you know i'm like i might play something slowly if it's something i'm worried about i'll play through that slowly and then i'm literally like all right well we got 30 minutes so i'm gonna go relax until it's time i literally went and sat outside of the sat on the bench outside of gt's office until it was time for my audition and like that was it i mean now an audition day routine would be um oh also i used to not eat before i played um because i used to have like really bad stomach problems before i went vegan so i mean i'm not saying like everybody oh y'all got ibs but <laughs> <laughs> you're annoying <laughs> but i'm just saying like i used to have stomach stuff so i'm not gonna have now my stomach gurgling in the middle, in the middle of my cadence, bubbling now what, now what am i gonna do <laughs> So I would not eat. I mean, I would never do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so audition day routine for me now, like a current one, would be um, I'm gonna get some breakfast, something like that's gonna like hold me down. Like not, I mean, I'm vegan, so I it, I don't have to worry about it being too heavy because it's like right, they be having feathers. Anyway, stuff that shut up. Stuff that would be <laughs> stuff that would be heavy like bacon and eggs. I don't eat. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just took an audition last week. I had, like, a bagel, some oatmeal, some fruit. You know what I'm saying? I made a mistake and drank coffee. Now I know that I, I should not do that because I get because I get really anxious on audition day, so it just didn't help. Um, then I'm going to run through my rep real, real slow. Oh, whatever, blase, blase. And then I'm going to take a beta blocker. I'm actually going to take two beta blockers. And that's something that, um, you know, there's different opinions about that. I don't mind talking about it because um, – I think it's important for people to know that there's nothing wrong with taking beta blockers. Um, it's, I've gotten to a point in my playing where I can't afford to have something stupid like my bow shaking get in the way of me producing a product. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You know, I work hard for what I do. I work hard for what I produce. And I'm not going to get on stage and have that be sabotaged because my heart is racing. I'm not doing it. So I'll take two beta blockers an hour before I have to play. And then I'll run through my stuff. And then about 20 minutes before I do the same thing like I did with Eastman, I, I put my viola down. I'm not, it's not going to get any better. And I put my phone on do not disturb. I'm no longer scrolling through Instagram. I'm no longer on Facebook. I'm not taking calls. I'm not taking texts because I need to just like focus on what I'm supposed to do. Like I, and that before that didn't matter to me. I'm all texting before I go in the room. But about to go in, blase blah, blah. Like no, I can't do that anymore. Like thirty minutes before, <laughs> I feel like I, I think I did that for my Eastman audition. I, I don't know how how far in advance. So definitely the day of. I don't remember like it wasn't like ten minutes before. Like I'm about to go in, <laughs> right? But like I I just can't I can't have this I can't have distractions before you know. Like I was talking to somebody before my audition just last week, and like the conversation is ending in the middle because I'm like. Well, I'll see you in an hour. Like mm-hmm. I can't, and it's not. I don't know what it really is, but I, just, I can't be, you know, interacting. I can't be distracted. I need to be focused on what I'm gonna do. 
And then that's it. When we go in there, we play a little this, little that, little badge. You know what I'm saying? A little wealthy badge. Badge. Johannes badge. You don't know him. Oh, okay. That German dude with the, <laughs> the full house, Brady Bunch. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my audition, I don't really have. Uh, well, what you said about like being prepared or whatever, like that. I guess I do have a month like months months before mm-hmm. type of routine i'm a very like a organized person so i love me a good spreadsheet um i don't really put i just started doing like electronic spreadsheets but i usually have like a binder in which i have the divider and like mm-hmm. with the post-it note that has all the rep on there and then like then it's an order um and that's the type of stuff i was doing because i also was my first time going to college i was all well I'm in my first time going to college and so I was like do I have like my stuff about the school and the folder and whatever but that's, that's pretty much, much for me I'm not that organized but it makes everything so much easier. I'm a one folder type of person let me tell I'm gonna tell you no about it. it is a folder it's in a binder but then you got sleeves and it's pockets you have a different mute different I'm talking about one folder two pocket folder why I'm not an organized person. I'd rather put everything in one folder. I mean, it's all in one binder. And Back it's just the, on the okay. rings. Back to what you were saying, sister. <laughs> okay, so I haven't... But as far as playing and, like, whatever, whatever, I don't have anything for the months or the weeks leading up to. And then the day... My day of routine is literally nothing. Like, I'll just... In the morning, like, a couple hours before my audition, like, at least three, maybe more... Um, before my audition, I will just play through it once and then, well, I'll warm up and then I'll play mm-hmm. through it once and then nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I go about 30 minutes before I'm also paranoid about being late. I even show up to my lessons like 30 minutes early mm-hmm. and warm up outside his studio because also cause I'm, my practice room is on the opposite side. So like, right, right. that's also what I did. Like, especially cause mm-hmm. Jay my teacher's studio is in the cut right. so you know i took time to figure out where it was and whatever and so then i went over and i was just over there and like 20 minutes before my audition I, well maybe maybe like 30 minutes before my audition i warm up and then i just sit there and wait for it to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> literally wait for it to happen you're like i really might could run why would, like no i think you you texted me last week around like two hours before you like how's your audition i'm like i'm in the uber now but i could still make a <laughs> like, that always goes through my mind you imagine they open a door Catherine <laughs> nowhere to be found yeah so like pretty much just run through everything like a couple hours before and then do nothing and then warm up a little bit before you go in and then just wait for it to happen because you, practicing your audition rep the day of is going to do nothing for you yeah like, I don't <laughs> I mean I will say <clears throat> that 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 Bach movement I was worried on like my audition was super late so i was like let me let me t- today's day if i'm going i mean of course today's the day because the audition's today but i was like let me figure out if i'm gonna tell her that i got this movement or not mm-hmm. that's like that's what you know what i'm saying and when i had that first memory slip i was like well guess we ain't got no jig mm-hmm. like you know she didn't even ask for it so i mean my <laughs> when we, we got to get into the advice and my advice is don't take an audition if you hope they don't ask for something mm-hmm. um but um yeah all right. I was gonna say something. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, one thing I like to do when I in my warm up is like a little bit specific. I I like 
Mr. Taylor has things called like desert island etudes. Like they're the etudes that like if you were stuck in the desert island, there's like a couple of them that like teach you everything. Mm-hmm. And so I like to play stuff like that, like um, number eight from Kreutzer for viola. Mm-hmm. like that as a warm-up you know what i'm saying oh, could, we have that one it's like if i could play that then it's like i could play not whatever. at that tempo though you said what <laughs> <laughs> that, that apple that lay to this and it goes to e major and it goes to some other stuff it's too lit boy christ was writing you're okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so um what's the best if audition advice that you've ever received the best advice i ever received for audition day was probably probably from christiana because i think i was uh talking to her the day of my eastman audition she was like just play mm-hmm. and like that sounds really dumb but <clears throat> even even like because it's really simple and it's like it's what you're gonna do you're gonna sing your stuff like you know <laughs> but it's like you know, you spend so much time, you might, whatever you're auditioning for, you might really, really want it. And it's like, now you in there, oh, I gotta get this, I gotta, I gotta, da, 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 I gotta, and, oh, they're going another note, and they're going another, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, she was like, girl, just play. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, bet, I'm just gonna play. And I still say that advice to myself today. Like, whether it's in studio class, whether it's a mock audition, whether it's a real audition, I'm like, just play. Mm-hmm. What about you? So, the best audition advice I've ever received is from my teacher that I had, like, well, my teacher that I had before I got here. And this piece of advice is the reason why I've never gotten uh, nervous in an audition. <laughs> it better not be that junk. It's only as good as you, it's only, you're not going to be as, you're not going to be better than what you prepared. I'm like, that's not good advice. What do you mean? That's um, not it, but what do you mean? <laughs> you haven't heard that? It's like, um, it's only going to be as good as, as you prepared. So why... You know, like Mr. Taylor always, Mr. Taylor didn't say that somebody else said that, mm-hmm. but Mr. Taylor's always like, um, you, you will get into a performance and you want something that you, you want something that you've never had. <laughs> Me. And that's a read because I'm like, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> it is a read. Mr. Taylor, you didn't have to come from my neck like that. Like, like. You want something that you never I, had. I literally. Dang. I literally just came in here trying to. Put your foot look. off of my neck. I'm like, if you could just get off my neck, please. I can't. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Taylor? I really asked him. And he, Mr. Taylor, like that wasn't a read to me. Uh-huh. It, he was speaking like globally. Mm-hmm. I could tell because I, I, I could tell Mr. Taylor is like now sis. <laughs> it, it wasn't one of those moments, <laughs> but it's like he was because he was like oftentimes we get into performance and we want what we've never had. Mm-hmm. And that's literally me in my recital. It's a oh my god, never had anything close to. Okay, like, I'm um, modifying it actually. Okay, I've never had anything even in the oh, ballpark. Okay. <laughs> Hey, so I've never. <laughs> um, so this when I was in rep class, like a, maybe a couple of semesters ago, he was like, "This dude, this kid was like, who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine his name and his studio? Was like, um, he was like, it's only gonna be as good as you prepared. I'm like, that's not good advice. <laughs> that's not. It's good. realistic. <laughs> it's realistic because it's like you can't be nervous if it's only as good as you prepared. Okay. Well, no, I don't. I don't well, I guess that's never. Yeah, like good with you me. can't be nervous if you. I can be nervous. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But anyway, we yeah. digress. Of course, uh-uh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> of course we did. But. but my um, the advice that he gave me was basically that this is the and this only applies to if you're auditioning for schools though, because I don't take professional auditions yet. Mm-hmm. So um, and I, so I imagine that I will be nervous for those because it's not the same thing. I just don't like the screen business because it's like you can't see me and I don't know I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
um uh what, basically what he told me was that the reason why you go and study with people like and you study with your teacher is because they see things in you that you cannot see and yeah. they hear things that you're playing that you cannot hear so even this like they're not expecting perfect students yeah, and like there's a I difference between being between like being an unfinished product and you just ain't prepared for this audition and it's very clear which one is which mm -hmm. but basically you wouldn't be coming to study you know with these people if you could hear and you could see everything that they can right there are things in your playing like seeing potential yeah that you cannot fathom or else you would teach yourself yeah you would teach yourself so i i came in my audition thinking like whatever i hear whatever you know whatever i see in myself as a musician and whatever i hear i mean it's valid because i hear it with my own yeah. ears but he is looking at things that are completely different yeah. that i won't even know to look for until i'm out of here you know what i mean and christiana said the same thing not to cut you off christiana said the same thing but she was like um teachers are looking for potential and don't let the fact that it's eastman or indiana or cleveland don't let the fact don't let that scare you because everybody's trying to fill their studio Mm -hmm. and they want to put people in their studio that they want to work with everybody's looking for potential the caveat is everyone sees potential in different ways mm -hmm. you know some people are looking for finished products so they can say that they taught them so then yeah. when they go and went out this stuff now you of course like i went to one school mr taylor was like of course they um of course uh they they want this and that because then it look, make them look good like mm -hmm. y'all y'all take in finished products mm -hmm. Like that doesn't count. What yeah. what what can a teacher a teacher what can a teacher do with a student that can barely play? Yeah. And then four years later, you know, now they're now they're doing so much better and they they're going off to grad school and they're doing these things and they're winning orchestral jobs. You know, that says more to me that teacher than the one that already got a person that's already winning competitions, already doing mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, what are you teaching them? Mm -hmm. Nah, man. Yeah. So basically, that's why I was like, I have no, especially because I'm a very, it is what it is. And if you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at yourself type of person. Mm. So it's like, if I know, like, okay, I prepared for this audition and I prepared it to the best of my abilities or close to that or, yeah. you know, I did what I could and I'm going in and he's seen, like, if I really, really knew what he was going to think, then I would be in here professor double bass at eastman right you know mm -hmm. so that's why i'm not even like i don't even know what you're seeing right now but he saw something because i'm here now so <laughs> <laughs> well exactly like i don't know they i just feel like especially because all these teachers have been there before mm. well some of them were just taken off from the very beginning such as my teacher who has an unbelievable career okay picked up the bass now a year and a half later now you professional right ridiculous but anyway <laughs> so it doesn't really count because he'll be like i can do it why can't you i'm like you want me to i can tell you actually i have an answer for that <laughs> because he'll be saying that like i'm gonna be like oh yeah i'm like no right <laughs> you your career next to mine nothing next to everything <laughs> okay okay bring it back in let's, let's bring it back <laughs> all right and last but not least do you have your own audition advice which you know i'm my ears are on edge because you know katie's just has such a big sound and just we literally play two different your your sound is twice that of mine my sound my sound is nothing it's science your instrument's bigger that doesn't make any no i have a small sound though no you don't yes i do especially with this new bass it's all yeah because you well, if you stand right next to it yeah um my audition advice i've said it before i think you should always take a lesson with the teacher especially it's school time now people auditioning for school i think i'm not persecuting anybody who ain't that's not what I'm here well, she for. She stares at me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing a podcast. 
mess with you. You are frustrating. <laughs> However, I just think that it's just so, so important to get to this person's in charge of your, you're in charge of your career, mm-hmm. but this person's also in charge of your career yeah. because you have to trust that they know what they're talking about and that they know what they're talking about in regards to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, th- and you have to trust what they're saying and put them, put your career in their hands. I mean, like all the work is going to be on you all the, you know, whatever, but it's like, you have to know how you, how, what the rapport is with the, with that person. That's like my biggest audition day, um, advice. And then also just to share what Christiana said to me, like, just play, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you've done the work and you, you, um, you put you know you put for your best effort and preparing for it <laughs> then i think you just just play that's all you should focus on caitlin told me just focus on them you know caitlin <laughs> oh nice she's like just focus on the music sis Meanwhile, that's what what's his name told me xavier foley when i played for him he's like you don't really have to worry about techniques so much i'm like no you don't have to worry about techniques so much my meanwhile caitlin. over here my caitlin we're not the same <laughs> but, uh, i will do the best i can <laughs> <laughs> right this is not the same thing but um yeah just just play i think that's probably i would pass that information along information guru please self-help book coming soon i think if i just start looking away while you do these things it might help i really think so what what's your (laughs) advice delaney uh so my advice um okay so a lot of people ask for like very specific things on auditions and some people don't. And I feel like what really, what put me over the edge for my Eastman audition is to not take what is expected and what is conventional too seriously. Mm-hmm. If you really like, if, if it, if your audition is going to depend on it. So basically um, Eastman was kind of vague in, in that they asked for a movement of a concerto. When someone asks for a movement of a concerto, you usually play the first movement or the third yeah the first or the third well here I, you go with the second i put the second you are movement. so trifling <laughs> I put, no i put the i put the second movement because the second move i know but i genuinely believe i would not have gotten into eastman if i played the first movement of that concerto well and i play, and i played it down because that's like my it's my strength my exactly. strength is slow and lyrical and yeah. it's not fast and technical yeah. and you know so I just feel like if I had gotten too caught, like I was really worried about what he was going to think because some people might be like, mm, well, why are you playing whatever, whatever, you know, yeah. why, why are you doing that? Um, I did make sure that I had a fast and technical element to my audition, the right, sonata right. movement that I played was, but honestly me getting over, usually I'm a very play by the rules type of person. So since that's kind of like a spoken rule, you play that, um you play that fast and technical movement i was sort of like uh, but i was like i really really feel like my audition depends on this and awesome. i don't think i would have would have gotten in so i feel like my advice is not to get too caught up like obviously if they blatantly stayed we want the first movement be like ah, i'm gonna give you the second <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but i sure did play the second movement the this door for my audition and i played it down because if i had played the first movement i would be at icdc college so all right so <laughs> icdc college mm-hmm. I see DC. And I also played a kind of a lyrical excerpt. It wasn't completely lyrical, but like, yeah. I put the, the Hinostera uh, variation. That's hard. I mean, yeah. But. I ain't playing that. Okay. I don't know. But uh, let us know what you're auditioning for so we could pray for you if you want to share that. <laughs> right. And, well, actually, maybe not because, you know, people wish against you in the audience. Exactly. But. Right. 
uh but let us know did we miss anything do you have any audition advice that you want to share this is a this is the time to share let's build a community yeah comment on soundcloud comment on in, on the instagram post of the episode like let us know what what <laughs> did we miss we want to hear from you right. or you could email us classically black we could share it on the next episode right. but yeah let us know audition let us know your acceptances at the right that'd be so season. cute yeah let us know where you going right. that'd be so dumb <laughs> um but yeah um let us know and we're moving on black excellence this week goes out to our friend peyton johnson hey peyton hey peyton <laughs> so peyton listens to the podcast but he don't know he's black excellence this week. that's fine you're right we're not telling him no, we tell you what right ain't no business <laughs> somebody y'all got somebody business Okay, so uh, Peyton just, he uh, graduated from Eastman this past year, but he stayed around to student teach because mm-hmm. he's, uh, he did his degree in trumpet performance and music ed. Double. Right. Come on. <laughs> right. Okay, let's get through it. But yeah, Peyton is so sweet and, and talented oh, and just, exactly, and which is hard to come by. It's oh my god! Because some of y'all heads just just how y'all even walk around <laughs> right now. Y'all neck is a shrimp bean right. because and how y'all... you getting through doors while that big old head off. <laughs> We're really annoying. <laughs> this is not about other people. It's about Peyton. Um, but like I said, Peyton plays trumpet, and um, he went to the South Carolina Governor School of the Arts, and from there to Eastman, and um being popping and dusting everybody dusting everybody meanwhile everybody wishes they could meanwhile they could never they could never they still trying even if they tried their absolute artists they just couldn't i'm just surprised people the girls are still trying right and i mean just go ahead and what do you do to trump you just take the mouthpiece off yeah you just take the mouthpiece off and then you you might could run your claw through it no because the little valves okay you know i don't know Do whatever you do to prepare your trumpet to be sitting in the case for a long time because Peyton, Peyton is he's here. here. So I mean, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I but. mean, but talk, talk about the epitome of black excellence. You know, he's an Eastman grad. Um, he loves teaching. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in, currently in the process of um applying to grad school. Um, anywhere would be lucky, lucky to, to have, have him. <laughs> um and he's just he's just so kind and so humble he's so knowledgeable about mm-hmm. trumpet about Medea films Peyton knows Medea stage plays word for word <laughs> from start to finish it's incredible <laughs> what a king <laughs> rain on young king <laughs> We love you, Peyton. Thank you so much for being our Black Excellence. If you have any suggestions for Black Excellence, please send them in to classicblackpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast and subscribe to listen on SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. You heard what I'm saying? Right. Okay, I think that's <laughs> it. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, my piece of the week, meaning nothing. To you. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Y'all see how long it's been since we recorded. Right. <laughs> but it was like last week. It literally was. Okay, but you saw, you see, check your circle. Because you saw me finishing up the episode and you were like. No, I thought you were maybe, because sometimes we'd be like, all right, so before we go, like, I, I thought it was kind of weird that you were saying all that, but I thought you were going to give the socials first and then you were going to be like, all right, before we go, you got a piece of the week. Before we go, you got a piece of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, she really about to end this, huh? <laughs> I remember there was one episode where you were like, I cannot believe you ended that segment. I'm like, because 
you had to be stopped. <laughs> Pace of the week. Oh, you know what? You know what that was? That episode was when I said, oh, when I said, now nah, I'm bent over like a list then. So. <laughs> and, and then after I said that, I said, now it's like Tetris trying to get in where I fit in. And, and I then was you, like, and I was you like, like, none for me. I'm no more. No more plays. Um, <laughs> so my piece of the week, I'm going to make it quick since Katie's so eager, eager to, you know, end the episode. <laughs> Don't forget. All right. I, I wrote it down. Oh. Um, it's the second movement of the Divorce Shock Violin Concerto, mm. which is gorgeous. It's absolutely It's so gorgeous. I was just like, who playing it? Um, the recording I listened to is Pamela Frank. Um, but we played this in, I had to have been a film. I think I had no, cause I I was this is my first time in Phil, so I guess I was an SO. Um, so I think that was my sophomore year. Then mm-hmm. it was a uh, violin concerto competition here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that was the first, cause well, well I can't say that I do listen to different stuff, cause I was about to say how else would I know the concerto? Because I don't be listening, but I listen to violin rip sometimes. Um, I listen to anything Janine Anson doing. That's my what <laughs> a queen. But yeah, that's how I that's how I came across this and. I used to listen to it all the time. And then for some reason, I think it probably came up on my YouTube, like suggested, whatever. I was like, dang, I forgot about mm-hmm. this. This has to be my piece of the week. So I'm going to leave the recording that I listened to in the description so that y'all can get on the same wave that I'm on. And talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.